Hello, it's Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness and the Get Fit, Stay Healthy podcast, a program dedicated to providing innovative, user-friendly, action-oriented, and results-tested information for your mental and physical well-being. We are done with the Better Body Battle Plan guidelines for now, anyway, but I will most likely return to them in the future. Today in segment number nine, we need to talk about something that piques everyone's interest, well, most everyone, sex, and how it is a part of getting fit and staying healthy. This is not a graphic depiction of the act or anything like that, so don't get anxious or excited, no pun intended, about today's content. Increasingly, though, research points to the health benefits brought by sex, and I'm all about being healthy in any way possible, so we need to talk about this subject. When I planned on this podcast, the Jessica Simpson fat headlines and pictures were not even out, but this really is perfect timing because the question is, how does excess body weight affect us? Or does it? Do you think Jessica Simpson and Tony Romo are having intimacy issues now because she's at a normal weight and not a Victoria's Secret model-esque looking gal at the moment? I doubt it. Is it bothering her, her weight? gain. Probably. Is it bothering him? I'm going to say probably not really. At least that's what most research shows. True, most of us women feel sexier with less weight. And men aren't too far behind. Almost three-fourths of men admit that they think sex would be better if they lost a little weight. But here's the key issue, my friends. Are you ready? Most guys don't expect nor want their wives or girlfriends to be model thin. And most women don't need an Adonis in their beds to be satisfied. And overweight people are having good, enjoyable, meaningful sex. Why? Because that kind of intimate experience comes from our mental attitude, more so than from perfectly proportionate bodies or really skinny ones. Oh my God, that means that there are a lot of six-pack abs and cellulite-free thighs in bed together not having very much fun. Payback, if you ask me. Seriously, though, let's talk about this. Women with really low body fat are actually not healthy. They often lose their menstrual cycles due to a drop in hormones, which in turn can decrease their libido. Not the package we're really looking for here. Here is what we are looking for. Losing just 10% of your body weight if you have a lot to lose. And please be honest about that. If you have a little bulge here and there and some excess stomach fat, perhaps losing a few pounds of real fat would have the same effect. But truly, a satisfying sex life is much, much, much more about your attitude and your attitude about your body. Genetics being what they are might mean a little bit of excess fat in a place or two, while the rest of you is average to above average and even way above average. In the gym where I teach, especially the women's gym, I've had several women come up to me and point to one little area on their body that bothers them. And these are beautiful women with great looking bodies, but they're fine-tuned and focused in on one little area that I dare say no one else even notices. Attitude. If they take that into the bedroom, my guess is it's going to become a lot bigger than it is and it's probably not even noticeable to anyone but them. 
personality and attitude are just so important. And not to have sex or enjoy it because of the perfect body myth is a tragedy, really. Having meaningful, intimate relations versus the too many shots in college, recreational, intimate relations, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> induces the release of the hormone oxytocin. According to the now famous Dr. Oz, you know him from Oprah, this makes a person feel love and empathy, and on a physical level, it can also lower blood pressure and tell our stomachs not to send signals to the brain to eat leading us to the obvious conclusion that sex can help you lose weight. Hmm, that might be a stretch, but... I, and I guess if we're emotionally full, we're less likely to go to food for nourishment, right? That makes sense. A 10-year research study made on 1,000 middle-aged men at Queen's University in Belfast, Ireland, revealed that sex on a regular basis is not just healthy, but increases lifespan. Men of similar age and health with the highest orgasm frequency displayed half of the death rate of men who did not have such frequent orgasms. Researchers believe this is due to the stress drop induced by sex. Studies have also shown that men who have sex three times a week or more have fewer heart attacks and cardiovascular problems. Sex is also a pain reliever. Immediately after orgasm, levels of that hormone, oxytocin, increase by five times, triggering the release of endorphins. These chemicals alleviate pain from a minor headache to arthritis or migraines, leading to the obvious conclusion, here's another one, that having sex can actually reduce tension and stress. Other researchers tell us that sex is good exercise for the heart or, again, uh, maybe a means to weight loss due to the calorie expenditure. And I actually looked up calorie burning levels. And oh my goodness, do they have it broken down. Bottom line, I personally wouldn't think of it as a great way to burn calories over all your other options. But hey, it's certainly an added benefit. Sex improves blood circulation, beneficial especially for our brains due to the increased heart rate and deep breathing. And they have even linked sexual activity to a decrease in the risk of getting colds and flus, since apparently those of us who have intercourse one to two times a week are also rewarded with about 30% greater amounts of the antibody immunoglobin A, a booster for our immune system. So the next time someone tells you, I never get sick, you can have a little chuckle to yourself. Uh, inside joke, right? All right. Sex also boosts our body's senses, at least the smell. Um, that didn't come out right, did it? You know, you know what I'm talking about. After an orgasm, the hormone prolactin increases inside your body. This is the chemical that helps the brain stem cells to grow new neurons in the olfactory bulb where smell is formed, thus increasing a person's olfactory abilities. And we can't forget the sleepy effect especially in the evening, this is also one of the positive health benefits of sex. It improves sleep. After an orgasm, the body, in the case of either male or female, gets completely relaxed and even a little bit tired, so you get a better night's sleep. So we know now that sex is more than a 
hormonal discharge, and uh, momentary pleasure. It's about mental and emotional health. The lack of sex is known to induce forms of anxiety to paranoia and depression. Jeez. More reasons why good sex can help you stay healthy. And a quick disclaimer, of course, I am not suggesting that you just go find anyone and engage in indiscriminate sex in the name of getting healthier because you heard some podcast telling you to do so. Let's be sensible about it and use information in the right way. Finishing up this segment, it's time for my quick confessional. Please join me in the booth as I regurgitate one of usually several ridiculous behaviors, actions, or thoughts, none of which I'm proud of, but all of which helps to remind you and me that we are a work in progress. Ever catch yourself feeling less than because you are suddenly surrounded by people who seem to have more than you have or advantageous qualities that you think you are missing? We often think others have it so much better. I was at our clubhouse gym working out when a group of three women walked in. All of them easily could fit into just about any pair of skinny jeans. Designer-like outfits, I'll admit they had on too much makeup for the gym on faces and bodies of definitely 40-somethings without any signs of aging. I immediately began to put together their perfect lives, imagining their perfect houses, their perfect families, and their perfect cars, perfect wardrobes, and perfect diets, etc., etc. What? What happened to just focusing on my workout? All I could think about is how much fun they must have shopping for clothes. Um, oh yeah, I need a smaller size. Versus, uh, you know, I can't get these jeans up over my hips. Pathetic. I love to say that I later found out they all had inexplicable body odor and had to shave their faces every day, but, you know, no such luck. And that would have been bad karma anyway. But I do know this. They don't have perfect lives, and although I don't either, mine is probably just as lovely, if not more, than theirs in every way possible, except uh, for the skinny jeans thing. But I digress. Moral of the story, don't let anyone or anything make you feel less than, especially your own internal dialogue. Okay, my friends, let's not be bashful about our sex lives. Don't withhold from your partners. It's a human need, both physically and mentally. And we have research that tells us the benefits last much longer than the act itself. Appreciate your bodies and remember that attitude and your mental state are hugely more important than a little extra jiggle. In fact, I was at Kohl's once. There was a checker there, a girl probably in her 20s. I just have to say this. And she was beautiful. She had this amazing aura and vibe and confidence to her. And she was wearing clothes that were too small for her. She probably had about 25 pounds to lose. Tight pants, tight shirt, showing a little bit of her belly. And yet, I just, this is going to sound really weird, I just found her attractive. And I could easily imagine how somebody would be attracted to her on an intimate level, absolutely. And it reminded me that we get so caught up in these perfect proportions, and it's the package, and it's your vibe, and it's your energy, and your personality, and your smile that makes you attractive. And you have to take that with you wherever you go, including into whatever room you're in when you're doing whatever it is you want to do with the person you want to do it with. If you are definitely overweight, try to drop just 10% of your body weight to have a better experience. 
intimately. And uh, gals, now you can use the headache excuse to get some action, not avoid it. Next segment, what's with this new focus on fasting? The eat, stop, eat diet, the alternate day fast diet, and numerous other types of fasting. A brief overview of this type of dieting and lifestyle and the benefits, if any, to weight loss, better health, and longevity. And I have done this on my own, so I will speak from experience. Until then, make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world, find something to laugh about every day, and please, Manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson with Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same.